<laughs> you know what? You know what? Every day I wake up with Jason Ben, it's a good damn day. <laughs> I got my Michelob Ultra. I got my goofy hat on. Yep. I'm wearing a Festool t-shirt. Festool's ho- hoodie. Yep. Good day. It's a good day to be an American. You know what I'm good. saying? <laughs> God, what is this it with you and these voices? This one's for Patrick and Michelle. Mm-hmm. That's about dragonflies. Zaleta. Yes. Zaleta. Speaking of uh, Patrick and Michelle. How was it over there? Oh, it was fantastic. Except for all the parts with Patrick, it was fantastic. Oh, Patrick was talking smack today about you. Was he? He was. Was he, was he talking about how I took the time to set up his MFT to be perfectly <coughs> square and amazing? <coughs> you mean whenever it comes from the factory nice and square? Mm, it doesn't. You have to set it up. Man. So how was uh, how you do. was that? I mean, that's a be- fact. You have to set it fine. up. It's not together. No, he was he was he uh, he sent me a picture of you coloring with crayons, and uh, <laughs> he was like, "Now who's drawing with crayons?" And I was like, "Patrick, there's a very big difference between coloring with crayons and eating them." Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I saw him take the picture too, and I was like, "Are you trying to get a little bit of payback, Patrick?" Hey, did you, uh, Jason? Did you walk out of that antique place with anything? No. Let's talk what? about that. Yeah, let's talk about it. So, um, we went to Patrick and oh. Michelle's. It was outstanding. Went to Woodpeckers. Went to Amish Country. Did go to that hand tool store. You would have died. Yeah. Um, they had some like old Bedrock Stanleys there. Ooh. Um. They were pricey, right? The bedrocks. I mean, yeah. I they had one plane there that was from like eighteen sixty something, and it was like five hundred bucks. Yeah, um, bedrock. Yeah, they knew their prices. That one wasn't a bedrock. The bedrock ones were all under three fifty. Um, well, that's pretty good, dude. Now they're old and beat up and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But so yeah, here was the problem. I love old tools. I, I think they're very cool, and all I think about when I look at them is the history behind it. Like mm-hmm. what has this done in its life? Right. And that place, I mean, I'm talking, it's just tables just loaded. Uh, it's not nearly as big as I thought, but mm. it's and, just and also, tables loaded with tools. And also how the person that used it before you is probably much better at as a woodworker than you. I mean, Leo is <laughs> much better of a woodworker than me and he's three. Right. Yeah. But think, think about what those planes made or yeah. a part of making. That's what I always think of. You would have a heart attack in this place. I'm telling you, like it, Mm. I just don't know what I'm looking at, right? Like, I don't know if they had brand new hand planes in there and I'd be like, Ooh, a Lee Nielsen, Ooh, a Veritas. I don't know anything about Mm -hmm. older tools and who is, who is the best and who made really good stuff or what's rare and what's not. And so that was my problem. It's not that there wasn't, I almost bought like a machinist square, an old stare at machinist square. I didn't end up getting that. I didn't think the prices were astronomical, but I don't know. I have nothing to compare it to. Um, what, what was the price of that uh, stare at Machinist Square? It was like 40 bucks. Huh. It's not bad. Yeah, I mean, the, like there was plenty of things. And now don't get me wrong, like there's rust on some of the things, and you can mm-hmm. tell it's, it's old. It's been in a package for years, but it was completely usable. There was nothing wrong with it. Um, but, yeah, you would have you would have absolutely loved it. Yeah. We'll have to go there next time because I would I would like to hear from you. You know what is what, and Patrick was just off on his own like a kid in a candy store, like 
yeah. going through the aisles 13 times. He didn't walk out of there with anything either. Um, what? But you could tell he's kind of the same way. <coughs> like he just loved to look at everything. Yeah. See, I'm. I didn't want to. When you said, "Hey, is there anything you want, you're looking for?" I, I didn't want to bore you. There's a bunch of uh, posts uh, and knobs I'm looking for for particular hand planes, and that's what I like to root around for because that's they just have like pats area. They have a place where there's a ton of pats, plane pats. And stuff like that off the uh, side. Plane parts specifically, I would say yes. I didn't specifically see it, but they had like yeah. these drawers that were like full of yep. pliers and screwdrivers. And uh, but it's all old stuff. They had a bunch of old antique bow saws. That was yeah. really cool. Because yeah. I immediately thought of you, and I'm like, oh man, the bow saws. Like I've seen those before. Like, but yeah. it was just it was it was very cool. You would you would really like it, and you, I yeah. I feel like you would probably end up walking out of there a much poorer man. For sure. That's why I, I just wanted. I'm glad I spent the weekend painting, you know. So it was kind of cool. I had. I, did, I owed that to the misses. Yeah, I did a. Got to hang out with Jay Mauter, uh from Mauter oh, Woodworking twice. Um, we went to visit cool him dude. at Woodpeckers. They gave me a tour of the new facility, which is pretty incredible. And wow. just so you know, going back to one of the get bent comments where the girl was like talking about King Peckerwood, and they don't have anything in stock. I'm here to tell you they have a lot of stuff in stock yeah. <laughs> because I walked up and down their seven, you know, seven level or eight level, you know, shelves uh, of yep. all brand new stuff. Wow. Um, and they actually. What did you, what did you steal? Um, no, I didn't steal anything. Um, <clears throat> I did leave there with a what's couple that, of items. What's that in your pocket? Nothing. Yeah. But thank you for noticing. Um I did uh, walk out with. Uh, they were nice enough to give me a couple a couple of items that I've been trying to get my hands on, and the stainless steel six inch and twelve inch. I well, saw I that in the story. Story. I went yeah. with metric, but and then metric. I got one of the. Uh, <laughs> so not inch, but I went with the uh, one of the clamp racket systems because I want to collapse my clamps to one smaller area on that wall. So. Uh, and I've been thinking, I've been tossing, I've actually been talking to Jay about about that for months because he has it in his shop and I've been like trying to pull details out of him. Like how many of this clamp does it hold? How many of this clamp does it hold? And so I went ahead and got one of those. So I'll install cool. that at some point. But it was it was just a <coughs> great weekend. Um, yeah. Snowed pretty bad though while we were up there. Really? Yeah. <coughs> huh. And Michelle's going to be with us at WorkbenchCon, right? Yep. Yes. Ooh. I Way went cool. to uh, Hartville. Yeah, I saw the I saw the story on that. I was like, that place and you met huge, Christian, man. my buddy Christian, right? I did, I did. He's nice a, guy. Yeah, he's a wicked good guy. Yeah. Oh, big store, <laughs> huh? Funny, funny story. It is huge, um, huge. I mean, they had pretty much just about everything. I actually walked out of there without. Sp- I, I take it back. I bought a stare at uh, miter uh, miter angle. Uh, it, it's like a high quality harbor freight for doing like baseboards and and finding miters yeah high quality no get this so i wanted to bring this up because i feel how much how much much ryobi did you buy all of it i bought all of the ryobis they don't even sell ryobi no so we were no but they sell everything else i mean it was everything i'm pretty sure they had every milwaukee and dewalt tool ever created they're the largest car festival They're one of the largest car hattie dealers in all of America. 
Green Egg, Steel, John Deere. So you that's name something it. I regret. I do actually wish I would have looked at the Carhartt stuff while I was there, mm-hmm. but we didn't. Uh, we were Leo was with us, so he just mm-hmm. wanted to walk around and look at all kinds of things and act crazy. But so <laughs> we went there on Friday and a woodpecker Saturday. We went to the tool store and we went to a couple of like um, Amish stores, like touristy stores where you like, there's this one place and it's like an antique place, right? I felt like I was walking through my grandparents' house, massive place. And I'm downstairs and Nicole's checking out. She bought some cool like uh, Polish uh, pottery. Mm-hmm. And one of them had like a German uh, German writing all over it. And it was like a, a, a uh, recipe for something. Anyways, a really cool find. She bought that. I'm standing over the side. All of a sudden I hear Jason Bent. And I'm like, I turn around. And I'm like, what? And it was this guy who, you know, watches my YouTube videos, follows me on Instagram, all this stuff, came up, introduced himself. We're talking super, super nice guy. And um, I kind of felt bad because Leo was with me. Um, and he was like running around the store and I'm trying to keep an eye on him while talking to this guy. And he was very, very nice, just really quick. You know, it's always kind of strange when that happens, right? So um, he walks away. I was like, hey, it was really nice to meet you. Thank you for coming up and saying hi. And as he's walking away, Patrick comes up and all you hear is Patrick go, oh my God, are you Jason Bent? (laughs) Out loud. (laughs) And you know, you know, the guy heard it because he, he was loud about it. Oh, and I was like, man, why'd you do that? Like the guy probably feels like an idiot now. Yeah. He just kind of laughed. Patrick. God. What a jerk. That's He's a, so Michelle, subtle. Michelle, the last time I was with Patrick, it happened Patrick. too. It happened at Ale Emporium when he came to visit me. We're at Ale Emporium, and some guy's like, "Hey, the guy that I'm with at this table, he's in the bathroom right now." But you walked in, and he's like, "I know that guy." It's like I, every I time I'm with I'm Patrick, with every time I'm with Patrick, and I'm like, maybe "Oh, do you know Patrick, Patrick from Leather by Dragonfly?" Maybe Patrick pays these people to do this. He probably does, he just so he like, can he can meet some more people too. Like, oh, Leather by Dragonfly, yeah. we make his apron. <laughs> and then I, I correct him and I say, no, Michelle makes my That's right. apron. Mm. That's right. Cool. Sounds like a killer weekend, man. It was a good time. Enough about me. Sedge. Oh, like I said, I took vacation. Uh, well, the first part of it, um, <clears throat> I kind of evened a, a long-term bet with the missus. Because <laughs> we've been picking out grays, and I supposedly she picked out the right gray to paint the walls of the first floor of our home. And uh, Jason, you can say when the sun is shining, it looks like baby blue, doesn't it? It absolutely does. Yeah. So when I was painting it, and we figured it out it was uh, two and a half years ago, she brought up the pictures on uh, her Apple and uh, her iPhone. And it was kind of funny. Because it is gray now. And we always joke around, joking around the guys at Lowe's. Yeah, my wife has uh, 50 shades of gray here. <laughs> Getting crazy but, in the century house. But, you know, I really, well, we really wanted to go with you guys um, over there this past weekend. But, you know, when I make a promise to the missus, I'm going to keep it. And, man, I'm glad I stayed and painted. There's something about painting with me. It just takes me away. I mean, I started... Saturday morning and just took my time front halls done dining rooms done now tomorrow's the kitchen uh, 
and it's just and then the great room when I get back but it you know what yesterday I started I think at eight in the morning and I finished up about after a cleanup around one I painted for five hours and you want to know something it seems like I it I completely disappeared I guess painting's my Zen I can Ugh. really I can get into I most people hate it I actually love it and uh, and Marianne just just seeing Marianne's face she got home from work and we put everything back in the dining room yesterday and she was like she just loved it so I guess I uh, I guess I uh, won this week so I'll, here I come workbench con <laughs> so it's probably it's probably just a contact high from all the fumes that you're that you're experiencing that's oh, probably for what sure. it is oh yeah. for Marianne sure. hasn't even seen it yet said you oh, really yeah. should wear a respirator it's all, it's all oil based and i drink lacathin when i wake up and start it's pretty good hey how, how many rooms exactly have you gotten done so far did okay you say? so all three bays i started on the front bay of the hallway uh-huh. and i did uh the next two bays on sunday and then the dining room all the dining room yesterday so the the and you know it's that's no big deal. It's just you know I go four, five, sometimes six hours uh, on each day. But I mean, it takes a lot of time. It's a big house. It, <laughs> it does. It does. So yeah. what I like to do though is uh, like tomorrow uh, we've already moved everything out of the kitchen on the counters and everything. There's not a lot of square footage in that kitchen, Mm-mm. but it's getting up on the ladder on the top of the uh, upper cabinets. cabinets. Yep. Getting my bulky body over the crown and not ripping the crown off. Yeah, <laughs> right? That's a bulky that's, body. That's you have a, a beautiful body, anyways. Sedge. And just you getting in there body. and reaching and then, all you know, the prep of that, but also going around the crown molding. Now, there's some a little bit of paint on the crown molding, but that was the guys who originally uh, mm, painted the walls. Sure, yeah, sure. Sure it was. Uh, okay. It, I'm going to test, it, test it against the color that you just painted, and we'll, we'll oh see my who's, God, who's telling the truth there. But you know what? When I'm done with that tomorrow, I just when I get back, maybe the weekend or two weekends after that, I just got the great room to do, and that's a no biggie. That's mostly just a quick cut top bottom and then uh, roll it out and tip it where I need to tip it. But it's it's coming around, and it's like it's gray, which I like. <laughs> I'll tell you what. So. <coughs> If you love painting and it's your zen, mm-hmm. if comes we ever, in my house, buddy. Yeah, if we are, if we ever get another place eventually, then I'll, I'll gladly it. let you come over and paint it. I'll do it, man. I'm into it. I'll pay a, a buck an hour and give you all the beer you want. And I'm, I'm not talking just whatever beer. I'm talking like whatever you know, fancy IPA you choose. Oh, it has to be IPA because I could. I'll work for Dark Lord, bro. Oh, I'll, <laughs> I'll get you a keg of Dark Lord. All right. I'm sorry. Sedge, I, while, while you Sedge were talking, Bahia. I was finding my get bent comments, and I've got some good ones. <laughs> I have one tonight. Oh, oh, I can't wait. I can't wait. Sedge's quarterly negative comment. <laughs> yes, <Yeah>. I. <laughs> nice. Ben Marshall. What have you been up to? Uh, I have not been doing well in my economics class. <laughs> totally, totally failed the first test we had. Really? Week. Oh my god, I bombed it. Fifty six out of hundred. I really don't care though. I mean I should, but I've I've got senioritis bad, man. I'm just ready to be done with it. Huh. I don't care if I have a I don't care if I graduate with a four oh anymore. Did like, you 
Did you take it or did Hans take it? <laughs> no, I definitely took it. I wasn't feeling good the day I t- or the morning that I took it. But um, I told my professor because I, I took it on Tuesday or Wednesday. And then I did a Zoom call with him on Thursday to talk about the test just because I did so bad on it. And so, like, I reviewed it and I, like, looked at the question like, oh, yeah, well, I, I just rushed through this. And uh, at the end of the at the end of the session, I was like, "Hey, man, I just wanted to congratulate you." He's like, "For what?" I was like, "For uh, for giving my giving me my lowest grade ever in college." <laughs> and he's like, "You serious?" I'm like, "Yeah." Like, I had a four of. Now I don't. Like, thanks, thanks a lot for that. Well, I mean, it was just one test. You can still get an A in the class, can't you? We'll we'll, we'll see whenever the semester's over and the grades get rounded up, because I'm at like a. I'm at like a 3.989 or, or 3.998 or something like that. So God, you should, man, I'm telling you right now, you should just, you should just quit. Just stop showing, just stop yeah. showing up. Yeah. <laughs> That's my, uh, I, so I, I missed part of my art class today or my, my drawing class, which <coughs> again, another class that I could really care less about. But uh, the teacher sent me an email. She's like, hey, you know, this is, you know, three out of your five missed classes that you're allowed to have. I'm like, we have class today? Because <clears throat> we have our, our midterms that are due next week. And so I thought today was like a like a day where you just go work on your on your project that I'd already spent 30 minutes finishing <coughs> and turned in yesterday. It looks like crap, but I don't care. Um, she was like, no, that was, that was last Thursday. I'm like, yeah, but today's Tuesday. Anyways. So I, I ended up showing up at class to turn in my, my midterm drawing, whatever. She's like, okay, well, now you're back to two out of five. And I was just like, okay, well, I'll be gone Thursday, so it's still three out of five. But I don't know. I just I don't really don't. care about school anymore. <laughs> like, but when are like, you done, done? Like done? April 12th. That is my last day of the semester. Wow. It's too – that's your last day it's, of college? Yeah. It's too late in the I, game, bro. Just finish and it out. I gradu- oh, no, no. I and it's I'm, easy I'm just, classes, too. No, no, I know. I, I'm, I'm totally messing around. Um, but seriously. But really, though, I can hear this. <laughs> but, I mean, I, no, I hate it. It's stupid. No, the, the classes aren't that uh, aren't that hard this semester. It's Again, I'm already done with my major. It's just like all these little little classes i got to make up. Um, I just, I just want to go fully head on into everything like i stayed up until 3 30 this morning editing the video that i released today because i want to stay on every tuesday dropping a tooltip tuesday video like i want to to keep doing that Hmm. um and so like when i have to stop doing everything to like knock out a project for school or whatever it's it's an issue or it's an irritation but like that is always going to be there it's you know right now at school in, in six months, it's going to be something else. So mm. <clears throat> I'm just I'm grinding it out now. But um, so schoolwork and then released a video last week and then released a video today, which which is doing really well. The reception one, it's really been really been great. Sedge. Ben, Ben, you don't want to get to April 12th and the dean comes and says, Blue Tarski, zero point zero. <laughs> You I would have movie, to. <laughs> you know what movie that is? It's not Animal House, is it? It is Blue okay. Tarski yeah. zero point zero. <laughs> yeah. 
<laughs> and I just see, I just see Belushi's face go. <laughs> I would have to really try to fail college at this point, or at least fail uh-huh. classes. Sounds, sounds like a challenge. Challenge accepted. But um, no, I, I released my uh, how to how to cut tenons on a track saw today, and um, I mean it, it was only a few hours ago that I released it, and there's already been a couple people messaging me saying that they they had never thought to do that before the track saw. Um, but to me, it's like if you have an MFT, it's it's so easy to do to cut tenons with a track oh. saw. Ben, just wait till you start getting the comments of people like, yeah, of course you can do that. If I had the MFT and those expensive clamps and everything else, I can't wait. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pay close attention I, to these comments. I thought you'll about, just, you're going to piss off all the people who said, you can't oh, do no, that with the tracks, huh? Oh, no, no. <laughs> I was When I was shooting the video, and, and, and again, I, I, was up, I was filming um, and, and editing up until about 3.30 this morning and then I... I'd got about four hours of sleep, and then I did a couple other B-roll shots um, after I woke up. But anyways, like I was kind of like looking around my basement trying to think of like, okay, what is just the the most asinine 90-degree angle surface that I can clamp a piece of wood to to prove that all you need is a track saw and a 90-degree surface to do this. And really, really you you don't need. You were like MFT. Well, yeah, I mean that's (laughs) – but really you don't need a 90-degree surface. I show two methods. One uses 90 degrees and one uses 180. Like you don't need a 90 degree surface. Now the cut is cleaner and quicker with a 90 degree surface, but you can completely do the cut on a flat surface. You just need to be able to clamp it down and that's it. So, you know, I say that I shouldn't get those comments. I know that I probably will, but that's the you whole will. reason why I, why I included the second method so that- Doesn't matter. You could show yeah. that you don't need to have- Which, which method did you show first? The MFT method, yeah. With the MFT, well, I mean, right? I mean, every, everything is done on the MFT. Huh. I but do, it's I did one's on a flat surface. I did something similar, but I used uh, my uh, CS70 to do it. It's kind of like a track saw upside down. <laughs> a, a table saw. No. It's a table saw oh, made by oh, Festival. You oh, don't have one, oh. Ben? <laughs> yeah. I, well, but, the thing I did is I used it and I released it and I pulled the whole saw forward mm-hmm. as I clamped Because it's it. a pull saw design. Yeah, right. it is. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Really helpful for stuff like that. Yeah. Right. Must be great. I'm sure that you're proud of yourself, Sedge. i got to watch that video tonight after the podcast. Congratulations. Oh, like the one that I sent you early this morning to look <gasps> at? I'm, I'm sorry, Ben. Oh, I have a life. Everything doesn't didn't? stop. The world doesn't revolve around you when you send me a text. Oh. Well, I'll remember that it, next time you send me a It only revolves around Mr. Sedgley. And Leo and Nicole and, Leo and, and Nicole. Marianne. And Marianne yes. and Patrick yes. and Michelle. Literally Patrick everybody else in my life except for you, Ben. <laughs> well, well, more Michelle than Patrick, right? Well, yeah, it's a given yeah. when you say. If you say yeah. Patrick and Michelle, the Patrick is silent. Like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> Good times. Leather by Dragonfly. Hashtag <laughs> no, sponsor. O- overall, very productive. I'm glad to be uh, to be back on a a video production schedule. So I also did an Instagram live last night for the first time. I saw that oh. and I turned it on right when your butt was in the camera. Why would you turn it up then? That's like the best shot. Yeah. No, you you clearly didn't see my Jason. Comment. This is a this is a ham of an ass. Okay. I mean, I was like, great, exactly the right time. It's to tune the milkshake in. that brings the boys to the yard. 
And they're like, Ooh. what? Damn right. It's better than yours. Yeah. I mean. I have an announcement. Yes. Sadly. I hit my goal. Oh, I your lost, goal? I lost 15 pounds Dude, so I was. Far. Nice. I was watching the I was watching the Capex video today that you put on your channel, and I was like, uh -huh. "Man, Sad just lost some weight." Yeah, you oh, can yeah. tell just right now. Yeah, you looking good, brother. Get ready to yeah, gain it. Yeah, baby. Now, now you got gain ten, it. nine and a half months to put it all back on. Yeah, baby. <laughs> oh, we're gonna put at least five of that back on this weekend. <laughs> and bagels, right? Yes. Carbs. Speaking you gotta, of that, we'll have to talk gotta, about yeah, the bagel fill up on thing. Carbs. Speaking of that, guys. What's can the you believe? Thing? Can you believe that? Not in forty-eight hours from right now. Forty-eight hours from right now, we will be at WorkbenchCon. Wow! Hanging out with all kinds of cool people. Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Drinking beers. Hanging out the three of us together for sure. Well, I mean, oh, Ben's not. Ben's not actually going to be with us, Sedge. He's just going to kind of oh. be off to the side. When we need stickers, he's going to give them to I, us. Uh, I have an I have an idea, but go ahead, Jason. No, I'm just saying, like, how, how awesome is that going to be? I, fun, I'm looking man. at WorkbenchCon very differently this year. Like, there's – I don't even know if I have any intentions on going to classes. I might go to one or two, but I just can't wait to see people. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. That's, that's what I'm looking forward to. Man. I'm, the last I'm one excited. is right before the lockdown. <clears throat> what I'm really excited about is just looking at – and I, not to be a bummer, but – this is an upper for me, watching all the rates of COVID come down here in Indiana. You oh, know, nationwide. so worldwide. No, and it's it's just I'm really pumped about it because now it just feels like spring is on its way and everybody we're dropping masks and we're starting hopefully pretty soon we'll be able to uh invite some people in for Festool Live. <gasps> I just I just did a I just did a shop Finally. talk today. I'm on vacation but I did a shop talk today. Oh, my God. I think it's our longest one. We did it down at um, Indie Urban Hardwood. I'm really pumped because I don't want to say COVID's over, but it just feels like it's getting there. Don't you guys? A little bit? I'm I'm going to be careful on what I say because the last time I thought it was, yeah. it went up to the highest numbers it's ever been. So, oh, However, I, I do think... I'm just trying to be optimistic. Well, no, no. Listen, that's, that, what I'm going to say is that up until the last spike, I, I I knew maybe I could count on one hand how many people that I personally knew that got COVID. Yeah. Then this spike happened. Mm -hmm. Most people I know got COVID, mm -hmm. and I think that's why everything's dropped because most people have gotten that variant and yeah herd immunity. So. Let's hope that this is, you know, I think it's yeah. always going to be there. I, I don't think it's going to go anywhere. I think COVID mm -hmm. is always going to be a part of our lives now. Mm -hmm. um, but I think it'll be more like the flu at some point. Um, but, yeah, no, I, I get what you're saying because, I mean, I looked at it the other day because I was, okay, we're going to WorkbenchCon. Let's see what it's like. And I'm like, holy cow. I was mm -hmm. actually worried because it was like way, way higher. <laughs> and I'm like, they're going to cancel this thing. Yep. Now it's a, I woke up this morning and it's a – in Indiana, it's 8.9% right now, which is the lowest I've seen it in forever. And I'm, I'm really concerned because I got to book my airline tickets. I got my trip booked for Ireland, for Ireland mm -hmm. but I got to book my uh, plane tickets here in the next couple of months. And Marianne and the other couple we're going with were asking me. I said, when I get back, 
from JLC. I'm gonna call our travel agent and book everything. Uh, everything's booked, but I'm gonna look at our plane tickets then. You know, it's just that wild card that's out there. But I feel real positive and optimistic going forward. So, you know, yeah. I just speaking uh, of JLC, I just booked my travel arrangements. Yeah, pretty stoked, man. I will be pretty staying stoked. at the Residence Inn. I'll be staying at, I think Rick booked us in to Hotel Providence. I've never stayed there. I'm anxious. It's an older yeah. hotel. It looks pretty cool. Um, they it's got it halfway deep. Yeah, it's not too far behind mine. Nah, everything's wicked close, you yeah. know, and we'll meet up. Some, we're just going to hang so much together. It'll be fun. Yeah. <clears throat> yep. You're a Ben's Woodworking and Sedge Tool intern. Be like, peasant, give me my stickers. Dude, I've been an scribe. Scribe. I've, I've been Give an me intern. My signature at, pen. I've been an intern at Festool and on 90 days probation for 15 years. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. I think it'd be great. I've been a grunt there, and I'll always be a grunt at Festool, but I'm okay with it. I'm they a take grunt. good care of me. That's what real men are: grunts. That's right. Not little sissies that ride around on horses. Yeah. Army joke, sorry. <coughs> they don't get it. All these non-army people. Just Marines. Air Force Sedge. weenies. Yes. What's what's our topic for tonight? Okay. Um, it came about, um, let me just give you a little bit of the background on this. Um, when I used to teach classes at Festool, uh, end user classes, people would go, where did you, where did you get that resource? Where do you get your stuff? And yeah, I've been, <laughs> I've been around for a long time. And I, years and years and years and years ago, somebody came up to me and said, I don't like this magazine because they're really good in this magazine. And I looked at them, I go, who do you want to associate yourself with? Do you want to, you know, build birdhouses or you want to build fine, <laughs> fine pieces of furniture? What if it's a fine birdhouse? Exactly. So <laughs> what I would always do, what I would always do is I would always try to hang out or learn from people that are way above what I think I want to emulate or way above or where I want to be eventually in life in woodworking. Yeah. So way back you, when, you wanna, when Al you wanna Gore, be the, the you want to be the dumbest person in the room, pretty much. You never yeah, want to be the smartest person in the room. Exactly. And I don't want to learn from somebody who builds frickin' birdhouses. I want to build. I want to learn from somebody all the techniques that maybe I don't build that type of period furniture, or I don't build that type of uh, wall unit or kitchen. But I do build kitchens, and I want to learn from people who are above my pay grade. Is that the right way of saying it? I, I want to learn yeah, from really yeah. smart people. I don't want to learn from dumb people. And it sounds funny I say that, okay? So I went and did a lot of – I want to learn from pros <clears throat> that were in my business of woodworking slash – Furniture building slash architectural millwork slash uh, kitchen building. So my question tonight is, where are your online resources that you get your questions answered other than YouTube? Um, whether it's a forum, sometimes I'll say, hey, 
what people would come up to me and go, where do you buy that? Okay. Or where do you, where do you source this? So what are some of your top online sources? And it's really important. And I think a lot of people don't, I think a lot of people listening will get something out of this. Yes, YouTube is the is the go-to for everybody and everything nowadays. I have a I have a question about installing a garbage disposal. I go to YouTube. Mm-hmm. But when I have a question, and boy, there was one place I went religiously with my business partner Mikey when him and I were having an argument about something or a disagreement on something on building something for a kitchen. And man, you think you know, or you think you have come up with something that's impossible to figure out? Uh-uh. There were like 10, 20, 30 threads on it already on this one mm-hmm. place. Okay, so. I don't, I don't think it's, you mentioned that you, the, you want to be the dumbest person in the world. You want to learn from pros. You want to learn from people that are better than you. And that's where you look. I don't, I grew up playing golf. Mm-hmm. And that was. Like, that's what I thought I was going to do. I thought I was going to go to college and play golf and, and do really? all these things. Yeah. Um, I almost went to college for golf. but <laughs> What? Yeah. Um, I almost played golf <laughs> for the Army twice, actually. What? <laughs> yeah. I can't believe we've never talked about that. Um, Holy moly. Right no, when but, you think you know somebody. Yeah. What I, used to, what I used to always be told and what I used to always tell people, I would play golf with a lot of people that were always – uh, you know, intimidated to play with somebody that was better than them. Cause golf is one of those things. Like you're either bad, good, or maybe somewhere in the middle, but there's not, there, there's those three categories, but it's really, you're either bad or you're good and you're intimidated by the people that are good. And some people that are really good or, you know, don't want to waste time with people that are bad. But I always told people, and I was always told if you want to get better at playing golf, you got to play with people that are way better than you. Yeah because it continuously challenges you and you continuously see what they're doing. And I took that, uh, very seriously back then. And I was always, you know, trying to align myself with people that were better than me. And I got yes. better because of it until I was eventually yes. beating those individuals yes. and them beating me made me want to be better. So I don't think that's crazy at all. I think it's a, I think it's a perfectly normal statement and way of looking at things. Mm-hmm. Do you want me to go first? Cause I think I'm going to have the least, uh, to contribute to this topic, but I, I'm interested in hearing what you guys have to say. Go ahead. So, um, for me, hands down, 100%, the number one source for me and anything that I do is YouTube. It always has been. It has been since I started. I think it's just, that's the generational thing for me, right? Like when I got into it, I was looking on YouTube and I've just kind of stuck with that because I found a lot of crappy information on YouTube, but I've also found a lot of really good information on YouTube. And then the next thing would be... Um, I don't really spend a lot of time in forums. I use Google. I just use Google. So I couldn't tell you specifically hmm. which one I like more. And if I have a question about festival, a lot of times a Google search will lead me to the festival owners group. And I won't dive too deep into that cause I know Ben will, but, um, it's either Google and I'm just looking and I read as many articles as I can to try to find as many answers as I can. Um, or I'm on YouTube because going back to, you know, asking other people, right? Because I, I like to ask other people that I know, right? I respect you and I know that you have a lot of experience. I'm going to ask you a question. I've done it many times. Yes. But the great thing about that is, is I can just, I know you, you and I have a, a personal relationship. I can ask you the question, but guess what? You also have a YouTube channel. <laughs> so 
if ah. instead of asking you, if I know you have a YouTube video on it, I'm going to watch the YouTube video. If I have any questions about the YouTube video, then I'm going to ask you. Ah, so gotcha. YouTube is just as YouTube and personal relationships, I think are synonymous at this point huh. because not everybody has a YouTube channel, obviously, right? Some people don't care. You're going to have some of these old timers that have been woodworking for 50 years and, and you know, don't want to take the time to create a YouTube channel. They have no interest in it. But then you have people with tons of experience like yourself, uh, guy, guy from Guy's Woodshop. Yes. He's been woodworking for years, a wealth of knowledge. Yep. He has a YouTube channel. He doesn't post to these YouTube channel really very much anymore. But I've watched many of his videos. Um, and at the same time, I could contact him directly and say, hey, in this video you did this, can I? Can we talk about it more? I could even go you know, over to his house and, and have mm -hmm. him show, show me the technique, right? So that's kind of where I go. I'm not a big reader. That's the problem. Um, I don't enjoy it. I don't enjoy reading. <laughs> I don't know well, what it is. I just don't. Like articles to me, and if I was going to read something, I would much rather it be a, a thread where... 50 people are sharing their experience and I know we're going to get into that and that's where I'm going to mm -hmm. leave it. Go the ahead. reason, the reason I'm going to comment on that, that's awesome. But it, it, it's the path of least resistance is the way I look at this. A pro who's worked his tail off all day is not going to shoot a video. Mm -hmm. No way in hell. He has to make his money. He's in and out. But when he has a little bit of free time, he'll post somewhere mm -hmm. and i'm going to tell you what the the smartest guys the best of the best don't teach <laughs> they don't publish they don't shoot youtube but man they'll go on a forum and make a comment or they'll they'll be part of a thread and the, well, the, the information you get from these guys, they may take a picture on the job site with their phone and go, oh, and post the picture. And you go, oh, snap. That's how you do that. Right. Correctly. You know? Or what's the, what's the number one thing a woodworker is? It's covering their goddamn or daggone mistakes, right? And these mm -hmm. guys show how to fix stuff that you have gotten in over your head on and how to recalibrate or do something. It's, it's just amazing. Yeah. So a, a, a pro's time, it's tough, but they'll, they'll take the path of least resistance. They're out there. They want to help, but it's tough. The, on a job site, they'll help you all day long, you know. But I just sometimes, I, I, and I love YouTube. Um, there's some people out there that are just incredible that are posting. And I go, where the hell are they finding the time to do this? You know? Right. Okay. Sorry, sorry to interrupt, but. That's, no, I mean, right. that, that's all I had to say. Because like I said, I, I don't have a lot to give on this because I think I'm probably like, I would say I fall into the category that the majority of woodworkers that are in our scenario are doing, uh -huh. right? And, and that's not to say like people don't care about threads anymore, but people are, most people are visual and uh -huh. that's just the world we live in now where if I want to know something, yep. it's not... Well, I got to go to this magazine or I got to go to this magazine and find, cause I remember I saw an article 13 years ago in fine woodworking magazine that had this cause it's, that's just not reality anymore. It's not, and this isn't a, you know, me trying to be like, Oh, said you're old, but you have more experience and time and more knowledge of things like that. We don't, our life is 
we grew up with YouTube, Facebook, mm-hmm. MySpace. No, totally, um, totally Google. understand that. Yep. And everybody wants an answer immediately. And I think it's that impatience. I could go to one of those sites and if it doesn't have like a, a really good search engine, right? I'm mm-hmm. gonna have to sift through everything. That's not an immediate answer. Guess what is the immediate answer? Google, <laughs> YouTube. You know, that's an immediate answer. It might yeah. lead me to some of these. And I don't want to dive too far into this because I know you're going to give some really good recommendations that even I will probably well, look at. But it well, might lead me to one of those. But I would have not found it unless I went to Google or knew a person like you. So the other thing I'm going to, I'm going to comment on, and, and, and this is the resurgence that, I, resurgence that I have seen. And I know you guys know how much of a Joe Rogan fanatic I am. Everybody told him this long form podcast that he does is not gonna not gonna make it. Okay, yeah. it is making it, and it's because people want to listen. They're tired of talking heads doing thirty second. Yeah, they want to do a deep dive, yeah. and I I and and I'm really impressed with it <clears throat> because people want to know. People are interested in what other people know. So I, was start, I started out on a four-hour, 15-minute four podcast the other day. I'm back and forth, back and forth of wherever I'm traveling, and it's Jordan Peterson, and that mm. guy can get freaking deep. Was he on you. a new episode? You're brand new. And I'm uh, within the last within, within the last guy. month. Within the last month. I love This him. guy's incredible. Oh, but he's, he's it, awesome, man. But in the beginning, it was a little heavy. But you gotta listen because those gems pop. Mm-hmm. Oh my God! There's a couple of times I'm listening to this and I'm just like I'm driving around my neighborhood. I do not want it to stop. Yeah, it's amazing. So that's the that's the beauty of what they call JRE Joe Rogan Experience or Experiment. Mm-hmm. It just turned out to be this yeah. long format. People are interested. So remember when we had that Patreon call? Or I think it was the last beer with the boys. They wanted longer podcasts when we yeah. asked them. Yeah. People Instead are interested in less this. Or shorter length podcasts, which I could not believe. It's amazing. So it, there's something to this. And I think going and doing that research and reading. And for me, that's what I do. Sometimes I'll wake up at 2 o'clock in the morning. If I don't come down to the shop to do something, I'll go on the computer and I'll start reading a couple of these um, message boards slash forums, whatever you want to call mm. them. Because Message I, boards. It sounds funny I say that, but the knowledge massage that you can gain. <laughs> massage boards. Yeah. Behave. At 2 o'clock in the morning. I know that's what yeah, well, Especially with the happy ending, you know, massage boards. Hey, what are you boards. doing? Nothing. Nothing. <laughs> hey, nothing, 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 honey. I'll be right in. I'm reading about I'm woodworking. I'm on, I'm on Disney. It's Disney. Hand I'm checking the wood. Working for them. <laughs> You guys ain't right. That's gonna be a great it's, Instagram. It's puppy, clip. puppy pictures. It's it's puppies. I'm yeah, checking the woods. Checking the wood. Working for him. <laughs> you know, you know, Atlanta will not be the same with us three there. Mm-mm. No. I pity those people who are going to work bench con. <laughs> God, and they so come and and they come near the three of us. I'm gonna, I'm gonna tell you what. I'm gonna be hurting after three days of drinking there. Oh, we're drinking? Oh, my God, yes. <laughs> really? 
Yeah. I don't you know if I can. Ready. That's why I've I typically lost, don't drink during the week. I've lost 15 pounds. I typically don't. I, I'm, I'm pregame, and I started at Patrick's this weekend because he got a keg. Of, he, had, he had two kegs in his little kegerator. One was Michelob Ultra. We killed it. It was only like a, what is it, like 60, 60 pint keg or whatever? Yeah, six it, barrels. It was, we killed it uh, Saturday night. By Saturday Jeez. night, we killed it. We got there Thursday night. Jeez, but it took, it took you that long? <laughs> <laughs> so we had to break into the Stella Artois. Stella Artois. Do you want Ben to go next? Yes, please, because I'm really, really interested. I kind of thought, yeah. I just I wanted time to sit back, not pay attention, and drink my beer. So I think Ben could be. Oh my God, Mr. Green Suda, what's up? So mine, mine always starts on YouTube. I think that's where most people starts out because YouTube and Jason kind of alluded to it earlier. YouTube is a search engine. It's not a video Mm -hmm. site. It is a search engine. Um. And so if, if I start – well, when I start there, if I, if I don't think that I'm getting the answers that I really want or that I'm looking for, then I'll start to go into the community posts um, and looking at, like, user experiences. Like in the previous episode, I talked about how I would look up a certain hashtag on Instagram, and I would start talking to the people that had whatever it was that I was looking for. Um, you know – with when it comes to online forums and communities, you really have to be careful, and I think that you you have to have the eye for to kind of spot people that really don't know what they're talking about or that are just kind of talking out of thin air. You really have to be uh, you really have to take everything that people say with a grain of salt, unless you start to see that it's a pattern like with other other people in unrelated you know forums or. Um, or websites, um, but it is a great place to 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 get feedback from people that are experienced and that that do want to help. Because there is there are certainly people like that out there. Like said, you were talking about like the the consummate professional that doesn't make content, but every now and then when they get a minute, they'll get on a forum and they'll get on a community site or whatever, and they'll respond. And I found that typically when people make a post like, "Hey, I need help with this X, Y, and Z problem." That's when those people tend to come out because they see that someone's you know is is going through a, a struggle with something, and so they're they're there to kind of lend some hand some handy advice. Um, you know, Jason and I had a conversation a few days ago about people that um, that like to answer when they they don't even really know what they're talking about. They think that they that they have to answer. They they think they're that afraid to it, say they don't know. Yeah, they're afraid to say that they don't know. And they think that that'll make them look like an idiot, whereas it's actually the opposite, where if you try to make it sound like you know what you're talking about, you actually look like an idiot. Um, and so, you know, people but take on it, and, why, we, and why we've all you, seen it. Why do you think that is? Because it sounds completely obvious, or it looks completely obvious? Well, like from our perspective? From our perspective. Oh, well, yeah. Well, yes and no. I, I think that... Yes, because we, we do have the requisite knowledge to know when someone's kind of talking out of the rectal database. Um, the rectal database. <laughs> t-shirt idea. Oh, um, my God. T-shirt idea. For real. <laughs> rectal database. Rectal database. Say it one more time. Rectal database. 
<laughs> You're gonna make um, a dub of that. But but someone that that isn't experienced, like they're I don't know if they would necessarily know the difference. Um, but I, I mean, and you know, it just kind of irks me that people f- feel that way because you know, again, going back to what you were saying, Sage, about with Joe Rogan, um, and why long form content seems to be making its headway right now, and I think it's because people want authenticity. They want, um, they they want a thorough experience because we have been kind of spoon fed like this short form, quick, you know, um, like like fly at the seam of the pants kind of content for the last decade. It seems like, and so people are starting to kind of see through that. They're yes. like, wait, this guy's just kind of panhandling, or <laughs> they're just kind of showboating. Yes, because they got a sponsorship or or whatever it is, you know, for whatever reason, they feel like that they have to fake the funk. Whereas I, I think that, you know, Sedge, obviously you, you came from the trades where none of the stuff really existed. Jason and I have been in the military or had been in the military for almost two decades at this point. And we know that 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 you are always better off saying that you don't know how to do yes. something when, whenever that moment actually counts. Yes. And so, you know. I have no qualms with saying <coughs> if, <coughs> excuse me, if, if you guys are talking about something, and I, I mean, I've done it plenty of times on the podcast. If you guys are saying something, truth. I don't know what it is. And I'm like, I don't know what you guys are talking about. Like, what is that? You know, <laughs> like, I like, I don't know if it's like a pride thing or, I mean, I'm sure that it is probably mainly pride. Um, but uh, you just, all that to say, you have to be careful about, who you're getting your your advice from, especially if you are brand new to to an industry or a hobby or a profession or whatever, you, you just have to take caution. And I would say yes. that if you are if you're brand new or you're you're still kind of uh, green at this, that it's it is 100% fine to take advice from from other people, but you need to go and you need to validate that before you kind of commit yourself to it. Just because somebody on XYZ channel says that. Um, that Unless you it's do Vince this. Woodworking, to be fair, because <laughs> everything, well, everything that comes out of there is like legit. You guys, you, know? you guys ever hear of that? Um, that uh, psyche, uh, uh, it's called imposter syndrome. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're you're good at your game, but then you doubt yourself. Yeah, yeah. Okay, or you, or you think that you're copying other people. Yeah, and I'm going to tell you, I was uh, about a year and a half at Festool, and <clears throat> I, I'd i been out of my game for a year and a half. I was teaching people about Festool, not about cabinetry and building, right? Yeah. And I had this pro cabinet guy in class, and I ran something by him, and he goes, yeah, that's how I do it. And I go, okay. And he goes, what's the matter? I've been out of the game for so long. Yeah, I can relate to that. And I thought I had left the planet. And then sometimes I'm, I'm out looking at how people build something. And I, you know you know what you know. But then all of a sudden you see somebody do something. They have all these views on there. And they're doing it completely incorrectly. Yeah. And then you find out that they're basically a... Uh, uh, they come from like some kind of program that's com- they've never been in a trade or anything they're just pretty boy or pretty girl and that's that's yeah. why it kind of blows me away sometimes because i'm just like wow that's why i want to seek i want to seek 
information from pros or you know uh, tradespeople if possible. But I can learn something from everybody. Is what I always tell everybody. You know. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's I a mean, similar thing in the military, and Ben can attest to this. What you were just talking about, and that is. Okay, Ben, you and I both, we both have experience in this. We were both in ROTC, right? Mm -hmm. Can you imagine going back to a regular line unit after being in ROTC for three or four years? Oh, it, it's the same experience that Sedge was just yep. talking about. Completely you're different. Like, you, you, you feel you've been out of like the completely game. rusty. You're like, you've been, all, you've been off the line for however long, and you're like, okay, hang on. A lot of stuff changes. Exactly. Yep. Exactly. And so you kind of start to kind of doubt yourself when you're getting back into it. You're like, wait a minute. Like, you know, I, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a little rusty because I had to shift gears after a couple of years, and now I've got to get back into an old gear that I haven't used in a while. It's like, wait, am I right? Right. Or am I wrong? Or, or the things you, know, you think of, you used to know have completely changed. A lot changed. of self-doubt. But that's why it's so important to get back into, into doctrine or get back into fundamentals, get back into the basics, um, get back into into those formative building blocks so that you can kind of you know, get back on the bike again, so to say, or, um, you know, it's, I think my, my key point behind this is that you always want to check your sources. Um, um you know, and, and, and not, not to say that you're going to call someone out, but you may pick up a different technique, you know, like said, you were saying how there are these people that have, you know, relatively big accounts and what they're teaching isn't fundamentally sound. Yes. And so I think that's that's what you want to get to the to the root of. Okay. Is whatever this this skill or technique is is it grounded in 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 what is fundamental to woodworking? Is it grounded mm -hmm. in truth? Is it grounded as we said the military, is this ground is this maneuver grounded in doctrine? If it is, it's okay if, there, if it's a variation because it's it's based off of um, what is proven to be true. And so, you know, how Cedric's saying, you know, not everything should be YouTube. And, and you're absolutely right. It shouldn't be YouTube. For me, it, that is the initial search. You know, that is the top of yep. my funnel. And then as I, as I go through uh, YouTube and I'm looking at videos and I'm like, wait, I still feel like something is missing. That's when I go to the community. And I'm like, okay, this is everything that I've seen off of YouTube. I've kind of helped shape my perceptions a little bit. Now I'm going to dig a little bit deeper and go to the community. What does the community say about this? What is, what is the ground truth? What are people really experiencing mm. with, with this issue or this problem or this idea that I have? And then once I've kind of tested the community, then I go back into the doctrine. I go to, I go to lostartpress.com. I go to um, the Woodworking Journal. I go to those really, really old um, forums like from the early 2000s. You know, I I I can't. I, I got them. Don't I, worry. I want to about say it. there's like there's like a like a sawmill or something like that. Yeah, yeah. Website like there are some really old forms like ninety nine, two thousand, two thousand one. Mm -hmm. That was all before people had this social media urge to prove themselves or to prove their brand, and so you're going to get a lot of truth because and and I don't mean to disparage anyone. They're on those older websites. It's just a bunch of old farts that have nothing to prove. You know, there may be a little bit of showboating in there. You know, check out this acorn I carved the other day. Um, 
But for the most part, there's a wealth of knowledge and experience that are in those older forms. And so I'm, I'm looking at dates of things. You know, if it's before mm-hmm. 2007, 2008, I'm like, okay, this is probably, for the most part, it's got a lot of truth behind it. So I, I, I tend to go in this funnel, funnel of research when I'm looking for things. And, and kind of like Jason, um, I, I do not prefer to read. I prefer to, to either watch it or listen to it. Primarily because that allows me to do other things while I'm while I'm doing that. You know, if I have to read something, I have to stop everything that I'm doing, mm-hmm. and and focus intently on that. And that's probably why I I prefer to not read things. But if that is where the source material is and that's where the best information is, then I'm going to read it. But again, that's why I go to Lost Art Press. That's why I go to the older forums. That's why I go to the community. Huh. That's where I get my fill from. Wow. Sedge, huh. back to you. Wow. Interesting. So you guys are that visual. You're not readers. Yeah. Not initially, no. Once no. once I'm like Me kind never. of shape, once I kind of shape whatever it is that I'm really looking for, that's when I, because I don't want to, I don't want to waste time reading a bunch of articles that aren't relevant to what I'm uh, looking for. Yeah, you don't have to. It's called a search function. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Welcome to 2022, okay. Ben. Okay, so no, 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 no. Control I don't mean. F, I don't. Hello. I don't. I don't mean kidding. to belittle because I'm gonna. I'm gonna lay down no, something for I'm you. I'm really offended right now, Sage, and I don't appreciate you saying those things. <laughs> and I'm okay. gonna, let, let me tell you, Mister. I'm gonna give you an earful at Wordbench Con this year. <laughs> you betcha. Where does he come up with these voices? I don't we know. Got, Ladies and gentlemen, new to the Green Suiters podcast is Jim Carrey. I, I had a very <laughs> isolated childhood, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, you ready? you got to be careful with this one because this is all professionals. And uh, you've heard of this, and I'm going to guide you through it because this is the source that I will use a lot if I have question on something. And it's not the one all beat all, but you yes. <laughs> Ben's woodworking.com. I'm done. Atlanta Atlanta, Georgia. I'm done. Georgia, Georgia code. What was it? What was it? Say Jason. <laughs> oh my God. Cummings, Georgia. That's it. Cummings, Georgia. Cummings, Georgia. That's where I live. Okay. Anyway, have you guys let, ever been on talk, Ben? Have you guys ever been on Woodweb? No, I right? Think so okay, it is. I forget who who hosts it, but just it's woodweb.com. and you got to be careful on there because I'm not going to sit there and go through all the threads. I will read, and they get like about I think about 20 different forums to choose from. Okay, but it is a professional trades uh, forum, and when Wood- I say forum. Woodweb.com. It's I subscribe to, and I'll go on there once a month, and I'll see what the the recent threads are to see if anything interests me. But that's under the forums tab, and when you hit forums tab, there's the ones I pick are professional cabinet making, architectural woodworking forum, uh, finishing forum, furniture making forum. These are all pros, and cabinet and millwork installation forum. Okay, so. That's how I started reading these threads, and it, you're gonna, 
Okay, I'm an old guy. 1998, <laughs> 19, early 90s. Okay, I started really looking at these, but I, I used it a different way. When Mikey, my business partner, and I had, um, we couldn't figure something out, and nobody, all the other cabinet shops in our area, we, we would pick their brains, and then I would go to Woodweb, and there's another tab that's unbelievable. You don't have to sit forever. It's called their knowledge base tab. Just go in there, yeah, and you can type, that. go in there and type in like uh, toe kick, whatever toe kick you're building. You know, toe kick offsets. You'll get 10, 20, 30, six maybe threads. Then you can read through those. And you will have that question answered. Like I said That's earlier, cool. you are not inventing a box. The, your question has been answered. Go get the answer by a pro. Now, when you go so, on the Sedge, forums, me, when you, this can, is the can most I interrupt important. interrupt you for just one second? Yes. Mm-hmm. So for the listeners, while he's talking about these things, Ben and I, I think, are actually looking at the websites. And what he was just talking about, knowledge base. I clicked on knowledge base, then I clicked on cabinet making, and this is what came up immediately. Installing framed cabinets, troubleshooting finish, building low-end cabinets, cabinet insulation presenting or preventing problems, face frame joinery techniques. A lot of common questions that people have that yep. like it's right there. I, I'm sorry, Seth, I just wanted but, to, I wanted to read that to the, to the audience yes. so they could get an idea of what you're talking about. But the most important thing, okay, is when you read through that, Jace, that's cool, but don't waste your time. You have a specific question, but in, very important, knowledge base, okay? You can sign up for this, but you better be a pro. So, the reason I brought this whole topic up is the other night we were talking about something, somebody being inflamed somewhere. Okay. <laughs> I'll tell you what. If you go to one of these forums, do not comment. Do not ask a question on the forum if you are not a professional because they know it. They'll sniff you out and they'll say, hey, maybe you should go to this forum. <laughs> okay. And well, they'll flame I'm, you. I'm, I'm, it, but, but, but. They, they want this to remain professional yeah, so they're yeah, pro absolutely. questions. And it is yeah. so cool. Pe- if people yeah. just sit back and they want to watch these forum threads coming in, they, they will learn so daggone much. Uh, what I like about watching the, for- the ones I mentioned and I go and check those threads that are, you know, today, yesterday or whatever – I want to see what's on people's minds and what they want. Jason, what you just read, that's on everybody's mind. Those are top questions. So, you know, right. you may say, hey, Sedge, what's the answer to this? And I give you the answer. You could just go to the knowledge base and get it from about 40, 50 different cabinet makers out there that are pros. Uh, I believe it's uh, the, the uh, Cabinet Makers Association is pretty strong here as well. And I'm going to tell you, just the installation, you're having a problem with an install, a filler strip, these guys will coach you through. But on the knowledge base, because the questions have been answered already, okay? I tell if you're not, like, I'll say it a hundred times. If you're not a pro, be very careful. They, they can be very insulting because they want to keep this professional, which I really dig. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm seeing a lot of, I'm seeing, and these are older posts, yeah. obviously, but I'm, I'm seeing a lot of replies from Gary Katz There's, in, some, in, in most of these. Yeah, and there's uh, the one for the architectural millwork. There's a lot of pro door guys there. I know a guy named Doug. He's on there quite a bit. Uh, 
And this guy is the... He is an amazing individual. He's a door maker. He's been doing it for 30, 40 years. There's nothing he hasn't built. There's nothing he hasn't built with any kind of exposure in any kind of climate. He knows how to build doors, exterior doors, also interior doors. You know, with every daggone core there is. It's amazing. I'm not a door maker, but that's the stuff that intrigues me that I like to read because it's just – it teaches you that that these guys know their stuff. You ready? Probably never have done a video on YouTube. No, for sure, but but I feel like it's got to be difficult to to police those forums that way because, again, it just goes back to – like I could go there right now and I could search things, right? But my, I know that I can do that. I have that, I guess I have that experience. The brand new woodworker might come across Woodweb and he's gonna ask the same exact simple question that nine billion other people have asked. I feel like it's gotta be very difficult to try to police that. And then I wonder if, you know, if you are somebody, I like that you said like, just read. You know, don't ask questions because I think that that will encourage people to do that. But that's not what is reality. Reality is, is that people want an answer now. So instead of searching for anything, they just want to ask question and have a bunch yeah. of people respond to them. I, I, I think if, that's you want, wrong. if you want to go deeper into something that you've already found on the surface level searches, you know, YouTube and Google and the community, that this uh, website in particular is one that. If you want to get really technical, this is where you want to go. Now, obviously, it's obviously a great start, a, a great place to start because of the wealth of information. Yeah. And I, yeah. I didn't even know about it until obviously just now. But It's, you know, it's, it's intense. And, and I'll tell you right now, for most of the listeners, stay off the forums. Go. Po- go. You have observe. A, a very – stay off the forums on WoodWeb and go to the knowledge base. You'll get your question answered. There's 10, 20 threads on your question that you need answered, and they're very specific, and you'll get it answered, and you know there's the pros who are answering it. Because Jason, we, this, this goes to that pain point that you were telling me about the other day, right? Where yeah. people people want that immediate answer. They don't want to spend that time to go and look for it themselves because, like, 10 out of 10 times, if you have a question about how to do something, there, there's an answer on the web. Like, somebody has it. it. Like, published. Not, like, you go and actively talk to someone. But, see, um, people want people want 50 answers given to them. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. I know. Like, I'm not arguing that. I'm just saying yeah. that is just proof that, and Cedric's just saying, like, this one website right here has virtually every answer that you could ever But want. you got to look you, for it. Exactly. You have to do the work to do it. But People don't want to do that. They just want, like right now, come on, let me get this answer. I want everybody to just f- shower me with answers uh, and I'll select the best I one. Get, yes, please, please bring me the answer. Yes, Rupert. Rupert. I get it. How, even though it's, how much do I need to sand this piece of wood, Rupert? Exactly. Please tell me. Even, even though it's as easy as typing in a question mm-hmm. into that knowledge yep. base, People want to be catered to. Too much to work, said. Per- personally. 
Yeah. Wow. Oh, absolutely. They want the answers to come to them. They don't want to go to the answers. Wow. And that's the biggest problem. That's why you see in, um, you know, woodworking for beginners. It's the same. And this isn't to disparage anybody that's asking questions there. It's the same damn simple questions over and over again. And that's fine. That's where they're at in their journey. Yeah. Um, but that's, I was talking to Ben about this the other day. That's why I'm so glad that we only do question and answer episodes once every five episodes because yeah. I guarantee you if we made every episode answering questions for people, it would be the same crap every two episodes. What's your favorite finish? What, what's your favorite wood to work with? Um, I am building a dining room table. What finish do you recommend? Like that's... And that's what I don't want, but people just want the answers. And when they go to a forum and they go to those post things, nobody wants to look for it. I mean, look at your Instagram, my Instagram, my YouTube. Oh, yeah, yeah. Our YouTubes, right? It's there. People will comment and ask questions on things that the video that in the is video. about. Yeah. yeah. I posted that, about that the castle. That the just video. happened. That just happened. I posted about the castle 110 yesterday. I just did a mm -hmm. real quick clip because I was using it. That was cool. I had people ask me in the comments, what machine is this? The comment <laughs> says, the post says, using the Castle 110 for the pocket hole construction on this cabinet. It's in gonna, the write-up. I'm going to encourage you to actually watch the video that you're commenting on. But I mean, that's what I want to say. I yeah, want, but at yeah. the same time, I don't want to be an asshole. But that, that's a perfect example of what I'm talking about. Nobody wants to read right early on necessarily yeah. like they be, it's just the environment we live in like i like wood web i'm telling you right now i will use that because i think i will find mm, it interesting to find dude. further techniques and all that other stuff but that is why people don't do it they want sedge to give them the answer they want jason well, to yeah. give them the answer there's a yeah. there's another benefit of this jason for you and also you ben because there's other there's power i think a power tool forum or something on there um you can understand the questions that people are asking and you can do video content on it. Yeah. You know, like the cabinet making or the installation forum is incredible. And then all of a sudden you can go, oh, people don't know that. I don't comment. I don't right. ask questions, but it gives me a little, I know a lot of the times, I, well, majority of the time I know the answers that are going to come from these threads, but <laughs> It's just like people are still asking these questions. I get what you guys are saying. It's you know what? It'll help all three of us making content in our YouTube oh, channels absolutely. because absolutely. people ask these questions. The know? same questions get asked over and over again because nobody nobody reads to find the answer. Everybody just asks. Well, wow. I mean, pe it's, it's, people it's are people are me, always. You know, it's it's like a it's like a basic training cycle. You know, people are coming in at different. The boat is coming yeah, at different times I agree of the with year. You. Yep. You know, and 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 that's that actually makes it really easy to to answer or to make content about that. Um, like I was thinking today, I was looking at the Woodworking for Beginners Facebook group, and someone asked a really simple question, but it was a question that we have already answered on this podcast. And so, I, hmm. I think maybe in the coming weeks, maybe after I'm done with school, is I'm going to do I'm I'm going to segment all of our episodes and put it on YouTube about like one specific thing. And so when I see someone asking that same yep. question again, good idea. I can just link a video because, and mm. that's what I've been doing. Like when somebody asks in the fest, in the, in the um, festival owners group on Facebook, I don't know what it is, but a lot of people have been 
looking at the the CT cyclone or at asking like, you know, is suction loss and is it good? Do you guys like it? I just post my review, and and every and like there's been three this week alone. I just post <laughs> my video review. You know, I don't need I don't have to answer anything. I don't have to. I mean, obviously, if they ask me a question directly, I will. But it's just like everything they're asking in their post, I answer my video. So I just shared the link of the video. Mm-hmm. And it's too easy. Is that, the, so I, is, is that the Facebook page, Festool Fans of North America, that one? There's, yeah, there's two that I'm in. The Festool Owners Group on Facebook and the actual website. And then the Festool Fans of North America. I'm in both groups. Oh, okay, cool. But, um, you know, it's, it's too easy to just post the video or to, mm-hmm. or to share the link of the clip. And so, like I said... Once I'm done school, I'm going to go back to all of our episodes, hopefully, and just make smaller clips of all these little, mm. you know, topics that, I, discussions. That, that keep popping up, and I can just share the podcast because it answers. <coughs> you know, it kind of it kind of does what you're saying, Jason. Like, people ask these little questions, you just share the video. You know? So, the other thing that's fun about WoodWeb is watching a forum or watching a thread where it is somebody who's a beginner and asks a question where they shouldn't <laughs> they be asking it. Oh my God. I have oh that the way they talk to these people, I was just like <clears throat> I almost posted one time, I go, Hey guys, give this dude a break. He didn't know that yeah. this was a bro it just but they just lambaste some of these guys. It's just funny. Yeah. It's funny, and I was like, so, "Man, I hope these guys have thick skins and they still stay in woodworking." <laughs> I understand that you're saying because you, you you were very clear about your warning, right? If you're not a pro, don't yes. be asking questions and commenting yes. on this. Let me ask you a question about that, though. Do you think that that is? Do you think that that's bad? Because if they're so easy to dismiss a beginner. That's how I feel like it's really hard to police those kind of sites because, because now that person might be like, screw this. Well, I, I, I think that that's what they that's that's what they want. They want to, and that's what the, they want people on there who are pros so they can discuss their times of value, and they want to be talking to, or they want to be discussing this with pros and helping out the pros in the trades. I see that, and they're very specific about it. Woodweb is very specific about it. That it's an open, it's open to everybody, and uh, please be polite about this. You can read all you want. That's why I always say go to the archive, the knowledge base, because it's already been answered. And they'll actually say, hey, thanks for, or they'll say something, and they go, go to the knowledge base. It's already been answered. Right. Yeah, I it's, think that it's, it's pretty the cool. Key- the community does that already. Like, I don't mm-hmm. think the admins necessarily have to do anything. Jason, that's like saying that, that anybody can just walk into one of the Ranger battalions and just start, like, talking to people. Like, nobody's going to wait for the Sergeant Major or the Commander or, you know, whoever to come down and, like, kick this person out. Like, some little PFC is going to kick that person out. Like, get out of our battalion. Like, go. Right. You know? So I think that I think the, the personality of the community is going to police that, like, as a natural course like it's going to happen already so and what's really cool is they'll have some people on there who are brand new they just opened up their own cabinet shop they're pros but they're struggling like where do where do you guys source this yeah it's like and they're going oh you're not necessarily a skill set thing it's exactly it's a business and and getting business questions answered and pricing there's also a business forum on there uh where do you get your insurance 
How do you handle this? How do you handle a workman's comp claim in your state? Stuff like that. Just yeah. little, it's just really important for a pro getting going or because it, these guys have been doing it for 40 or 50 years and they want to help those younger bucks. But they yeah. want to they want to help they those guys. They don't want to be guys. repeating themselves all the time. Exactly. You're asking that question again? Why are you even on here? Oh, my God. They'll go off. It's pretty cool. I think it's a great I think it's a great resource for everybody. Just understand your limitations on there. Yeah. Okay. Um I got a couple more places um that I go. Uh you know I'm a hand tool fanatic, a hand tool weenie as you say, Jace. But uh Trademarked. probably probably uh Patrick goes on here. This this place has been around since I think nineteen ninety eight. Crayola.com. Uh Tinder. And uh it was uh uh, grinder and uh it was uh <laughs> it was started by a guy who i believe used to be the editor of woodworkers journal i think uh his name is ellis wallentine he started this forum uh there's several different boards on here it's a message board but the one i go to is the uh hand tool forum and there's some great craftsmen on there talking tools talking sharpening talking this talking that Great archive and everything on there. Go get your questions answered. Great resource. I've met people in class. Oh, you've been on Wood Central for a while? <laughs> and I go, what's your handle? And we, I go, oh, my God, I've been following you. This guy, Derek Cohen from, uh, I think, Australia. Just what a hell of a craftsman. Just seeing what they build. There's some pics on there. It's a great place. I go to the hand tool. There's a power tool or general message board. Fantastic. The other place is I'll tell everybody, go to Google and type in WoodNet Forums because WoodNet's mm -hmm. pretty massive, but WoodNet Forums, bunch of different forums on there. Pick and choose what you want. Great resource. A lot of beginner forums on there. Uh, finishing forums, all kinds. Uh, turning forums, Great resource. Go check yeah. it out. But my m yeah. number one that I go to is WoodWeb, and then I pick and choose whatever. Uh, I'm going to call it out because I know, Ben, you go on there, and you also go, Jason. <coughs> uh, I'm not allowed to comment on there. Uh, people bring me over to the Festival Owners Group every once in a while to read a thread to get my input. Um, working You're talking about the, the actual website, not the Facebook group, right? <coughs> yes, Festool Owners Group. Um, yeah, and the reason I'm going to mention this is <clears throat> it's, it's, it's a forum that I don't participate in, but I have met some wonderful mm -hmm. people from there. It's, it it there's, is. Go ahead. There's a guy that I met, and I read a couple of threads once, and I go, that guy knows his stuff. And then I met him in class. And then he came again to another class, and we hung out. And this guy is a pro. Uh, he's been doing it forever, and his name is Dan Rush, and he's a friend. I call him a friend. And just a wealth of information. He's run crews upwards of 70 guys, and just an amazing gentleman. And I used to ask him all kinds of questions. <laughs> when he was in class, I'd go, hey, how, do you do, how would you do this? He goes, I go, yeah, 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 okay, yeah, <laughs> you know, and he'd give me the answer. So there's people out there that are extremely giving, and the Festival Owners Group can be an also a good source. But yeah. 
I, I, like I said, I got, I haven't been on for a long time. I know, Ben, you go on a, how often do you go on the Festival Owners Group? Daily. Oh, Daily. way cool. Jace, you know how the, about you? Um, I don't go on very often, to be honest with you. On the actual website, yeah. I hardly ever do. The, the Festival Owners Group, I mean, just, and, and I 100% agree with you, Sedge, it is a great resource for, for just woodworking in general. Mm-hmm. You know, not just, I mean, there, there yeah. are plenty of forum topics that have nothing to do with Festival. It yeah. is purely about woodworking projects, and they, they have the forums that are organized in a really efficient manner. But um, I would say that, you know, that it is, it is a website that is for people that love Festival. If you mm-hmm. if you love festival or you're thinking about festival and you want to talk to people and and hear what their opinions are about you know you can make you can ask a question there um, and you, you're going to get a lot of different answers you're not going to get like all uh, the just the typical fanboy answers we're like oh it's great and I love it like you're going to get people that say I hate the TS75 I hate the Domino you know and they're going to tell you why and not that those Reasons are wrong, but it, it is a great place to really get a feel for what people think about the tools. And, you know, what better place than the people that love the brand, you know, they either do or don't love the tool that you're asking about. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, and it's it's a great place to find Fest tools as well. If you're looking mm-hmm. for a really rare tool or uh, a tool that isn't available in your area, but you want to get it, you know, to you, like there are... There are a couple old forms there where people were posting CS70s in the uh, stateside. Only the three that exist in North America. Um, but it, it's a great place to find Festool. If your dealer is out, uh, out of stock for whatever reason, people are posting there every day, this is for sale, this is for sale, this is for sale. It is a great site for mm. anybody to kind of connect with other Festool, uners, uh, Festool owners. <laughs> so it's a great recommendation. Yeah, I, like I said, I've met some wonderful yeah, people th- that have come to class and just unbelievable human beings. Yeah, there's some great yep. people that are on there, and and people that are so willing to help people learn yeah. tools, learn the systems. Like. It's it's a very helpful environment. I've I've never felt um, that it is a, a negative place. And obviously, there are a couple users there that are kind of they're 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 eccentric. I'll say that, but. Yeah. But by and large, it is a great place to learn. If if you're you know curious about how to use certain festival items, it is a great place to go. Yeah, Peter, Peter, uh, Peter Halley. Yeah, yeah, he's great. He's, I've talked to him a few times. He is a great individual, and yeah. Seth, and uh, yep, they're Seth, both, yep. and they're both the moderators, and just yep. great human beings. I just I think the world of both of them. Yeah, uh, especially especially Peter. He. Uh, yeah. He's 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 a uh, he's yeah, Peter's, a, Peter sent me a, a couple uh, touching messages about me making content about Festival that he really appreciated. So yeah, he's a good dude. He's man. a great guy. Yeah. yeah, he's he bleeds green. Oh, yeah, absolutely, one hundred percent. Cool. He's, he's been doing it for decades. Yep, he's one of the original guys. Yep. So that's what I had because um, those are the places that I used to recommend. And uh, I just thought it was sometimes people need a different resource than the gr- than just the green sodas, right? But I mean, that's like that's the ultimate not true source. at all. It's the only. <laughs> <laughs> but you want to know sometimes things have changed. People, I I I get a lot of my information from podcasts. You know, it's true. Uh, it's 
I'll tell you what, man. I just the, some of these recent ones that I've listened to are just incredible. I, I'm going to tell you right now that uh, that Jordan Peterson, man. I like the first hour. I was struggling getting through it, but those last three and a half or three hours and he's, fifteen minutes is amazing. Super deep. He is a super deep person. He is amazing. He's gonna. Somebody mentioned to me, my buddy Chris uh, Devlin, yeah, at work the other day, because he's a Joe, Rog- a Joe Rogan fanatic like I am. And he goes, you know, in years to come, we're going to look back and say, boy, Jordan Peterson's one of those great thinkers of our time, mm-hmm. yeah. of the yeah. 2000s. He's one of those great thinkers, and he even said he's kind of like a, a Socrates and Plato of our time. But he really is. He's He's... He's so compassionate. It's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So I just I thought I'd throw that out there. Where do you get your information, everybody? Let us know. It's kind of neat. Yeah. What's something you know, that we missed? May, yeah. What did we miss? Make a comment. And, and when I say we, I really mean Jason. What did Jason miss? I don't miss anything. <laughs> I'm I'm a genius. Especially, but this you is didn't miss this, that, this you has didn't been miss enlightening for me. This has been enlightening what? for me because I, I know everybody uh, gets their information on YouTube and, and the Googles, as the us Google, old guys the say. The Googles machine? The Googles machine, as us old guys, or the Yahoos. But uh, it's just c- kind of funny, you know? It just... Uh, people are have a thirst for knowledge. Yeah. Hopefully. Yeah. <laughs> right? Yeah. I, I, I firmly believe that. Cool. So what's next, Jens? What are we doing? I think we all know what time oh, it is. Oh, we know what we're doing. I think we do, too. <laughs> there it is. It's oh time for God. us to share all of our hatreds. And, and lucky for all of our listeners, all of us have the hatreds that we are ready to share with everyone. <laughs> hatreds. I love that hat. I love how he says hatreds. Oh, I can't help it. Tilt it to the side, you know, give some dynamic looks. Maybe <coughs> googly eyes the cameras. Okay. Oh, my God. So, it's time for everyone's favorite segment. Cold. Oh, my God, my hat is moving, guys. How did it do that? Cold get bent. <laughs> I want you guys to go first tonight. Okay. I can go first. All right. All right. Uh, again, pulling it pulling it from my uh, my post on Woodworking for Beginners about my article post. Um, track saw makes table saw obsolete. Here we go. When you get a chance, please show us how you mounted a dado stack and use your track saw with a finger joint jig. If a track saw can replace your table saw, you was underutilizing your table saw, buddy. <laughs> I nice. think the buddy is into that. That was an ad lib. The buddy I liked part. it. The buddy. But everything it. else, that was legit. Mm. Is that I the only one you have? Yeah. Well, I mean, there are plenty. I got I to gotta space them out. I can't do them all at once. I, I want so, to say you know, buddy. I would have said Bubba. Yeah, Bubba. Bubba. <laughs> Bubba. So, I'm telling you, man, that, that one post has given me so many content ideas. Pretty much every every comment or comments that said like a track saw can't do something and when it legitimately can do it, that's going to be a video. Like it's, <laughs> it's too easy. You guys are great. You give so, me all these ideas. Thanks a lot. I'm not going to lie. 
I've been giving a thought, a lot of thought about it ever since you posted that video on the track saw can do everything. A table saw can do it. Prove me wrong. Cause I agree with you. I really do. Yeah. That doesn't mean things would be easier. It means no, that definitely not. You it's could possible. Yes. 100% possible. You could do it and let, okay. The finger joint one, right? Yeah. Am I going to set it up and make big finger joints with a track saw? Probably not unless I made some sort of jig or whatever, but you probably could do it. Well, I could have a router table, right? I could have a router yeah. table and do a lot of those things that I don't want to do with the track saw. So the other day when I was breaking down sheet goods with the track saw on my um, assembly table, I was like, God, I love this thing so much. Like I could absolutely get by. I use my assembly table way more than I use my table saw now. Yeah. And I've actually been given a lot of thought and consideration. Like what if for a while I just downsize a little bit, like get a small table saw, right? Hmm. And like just see how it goes. Like that that's no. <laughs> I try to I try to I just, get a CS70 I just want to be myself. miserable for a couple of weeks, you know. I try to get a, get a CS70. Man. Um but yeah, I don't know. I've just I've been thinking a lot about that lately. You know, like I like the idea of being a minimalist style woodworker because I know the type of projects that I mainly do. Why not do it for a while? Hmm. I got a I got an email today about somebody wanting if I had plans for um, uh, Sys AZ drawers and a bench. And I said, you check out Ben Marshall Design. Is and I sent, I, I said Sys bench, and I sent your YouTube video. Oh, and I go, so he goes by Hans. <laughs> but you, you know what? It's, ask I, ask this, for Hans for discount. It's, uh, <laughs> but it's true. It's, that should be your discount uh, code. <laughs> Everyone, really... the, the discount code is brought first, clearly. <laughs> clearly. <laughs> Too cool. But it's like uh, there's something about being a minimalist woodworker and, uh, and, cl and decluttering because I've been trying yeah. and I'm just looking around my shop it, now and I get so much clutter. It's ridiculous. It, it, it helps clear your head, man. Mm -hmm. You know? Because like it's think about it. It's less things that you have to worry about. Less the things thing, you got to set up. The thing that has been making me feel this way the most is because I bring everything to my assembly table. Mm -hmm. I'm not bringing the piece of material mm -hmm. to the table yeah. saw. Yeah. And mm -hmm. in a lot of cases, now granted small things, like I wouldn't want to cross cut a bunch of small tiny parts on my assembly no. table. I just wouldn't want to do it. But that's not what you're doing. Like, that's not the projects that you're doing. But for the, well, even even if, like, let's say I had a smaller table saw. Like, I've really given this a lot of thought lately. Let's say I had a smaller table saw. The few times that I do end up needing to use it for some reason, sure. Throw a yeah. dado stack in there or make my small cross cuts in a cross cut sled. Like, but the table saw is not the most used tool in my shop at all. No, like, not even close. No, definitely not. Definitely and the reason not. I've been My thinking MFTs. about it is because of all the moving stuff that I was talking about, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah. You know, like if we move, what if I get another shop that's the same size, but I want to have more space? What would I do? You know, would I maybe increase, you know, I want an STM because I would love to rip all my sheet goods down and cross cut oh, everything man. on my assembly table, but so not have awesome. it be a permanent fixture. And I've been thinking about all these things. Like what if I just didn't have all these major massive and it, tools? And it fits so well underneath <clears throat> the MFT, the STM does. Oh my God. It's so great. Well, it wouldn't fit it's out of the way. It, you know, like that's that is why I I I've invested 
the majority of my tools in Festool because, and I, I said in my STM video uh, last week, that it's not about it's not about what one tool does. It's about what all the tools do together. Mm-hmm. That's that's what makes it such a great investment in in Festool is because you're you're not buying it to just that one tool. You're buying into the system of tools. And I think I may like have I'm, just. I'm telling you, just, man. Like, go ahead. I'm I'm such a happy clam when I'm in my workshop. Like, I may have just it's, decided it's, what my next topic is going to be. It's fun, man. I, I, I lo- love it. I would love to have a discussion on how your thoughts of what you need change the longer you woodwork. Mm. Yeah. It's a good one. That's a good one. Because like when I first not, started, it was like, oh, I just need these, I need these tools. A stupid idea. Yeah. I need these stupid. tools, and then I get these tools, and I have all this capacity, and it's like, do I really need all that capacity? Yeah. It, yeah. It's... Yeah. Mm. Like now that I'm woodworking more, don't get me wrong. Like it's always great it's, to have that. Your you, you, thinking is less theoretical at once as you get more experience. Yeah, it's based on like what you actually do. What do you yeah. actually need? Yeah. yeah. I don't know. Anyways, I know we're getting way off track. Sedge, let's hear no, your, no, uh, but man, that'd be a great discussion. I think Yeah, it is because I got a really good thought process on that as well. Okay. Get bent. I have Get been. Get been. This was fairly recent, and it was on an older video I did on um, building a toe kick. Okay, so <laughs> I think you mean a I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna get I'm plan. <laughs> Sedge, you mean a plan? That's what it's called. Yeah, is that? Never mind. Okay, good old so good old Justin. Guy, Justin he, from oh, Rustic Grains. Right. We're talking about Justin from Rustic Grains Designs. Yeah, I love you, Justin. <laughs> okay. So, you know how I go and look after somebody comments on this, right? Well, I left a comment afterwards. I think my comment's better than his comment. But I'm going to try to get a voice. Is this guy on something? My God, he keeps moving around like he needs a fix or something. (laughs) So I go and I look. And at that time, this individual had two subscribers, him and his hand. Okay, or maybe his mom, whatever, hand or mom, whatever. So, the same thing. So no videos, no nothing, just w- subscribes to YouTube so he can, you know, say negative things like that, okay? Now he's got five subscribers. <laughs> so I probably got him some subscribers, right? This was my comment. This is my comment. Thanks, Bob. I enjoy all your great videos on your channel. Keep up the great content production. <laughs> so I left it at that, right? And I didn't go. Big D goes, dude, he responded to you. He goes, by the way, that was the best response I've ever heard. This was his response. Sedge tool. Damn, that almost hurt my feeling. <laughs> <laughs> so usually they don't re-comment, and I don't care. Yeah. But come on. We are all three of us try our hearts out to, you know, produce really good content that pe- will help people. I don't <laughs> I just care. All that I was... care about is the ad revenue. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, could... I just want the engagement. Yeah, I could care less what people think about me. I just want the money. It's all about ad revenue, engagement, and the next sponsorship. Yeah. <laughs> don't they know how this works? 
Oh my god! I just laughed at that. I loved it that he responded to me. Yeah, that's that's pretty uncommon because usually those people don't ever respond. They just leave the comment and leave. Yep. <coughs> All right. Okay, Mister Ben. I've got four tonight. Ooh, jeez. Yeah. Lots of hatreds for Jason. I'm noticing trends. I'm noticing the trends. I, I get I get lots of comments, and a lot of them are or not a lot of them, but are true. Yeah, all the good ones. Yeah, you're right. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. All right. The first one is, hold on. My wife is texting me saying, he's asking you to give him a kiss when you're done. The boy is still awake. (laughs) Stop Mm. moving your chair. I'm not moving my chair. (laughs) My chair. Sorry. This is great podcast stuff. It is. That's what it's like to have a three-year-old boy, everybody. Get off my ass. Um Okay, number one. This is from my 10 tools every woodworker should own. Oh, my favorite. A haven for stupid comments. <laughs> a haven. It's a haven of <laughs> hatred, everyone. You're gonna Hatreds. Love, you're going to love that, Ben. You're going to love this because it goes back to one of the comments I had before on the same video. Here it is. This man likes to woodwork, or this man likes to work with wood, but he does not like to paint walls <laughs> from your georgia shop yeah dude you would it's not, actually pretty good you would not believe how many freaking comments i got about remember the one about you sucking up all the moisture in your neighborhood <laughs> yeah <laughs> the amount of comments that Such i got a creative comment about not painting my walls like wow. really oh my oh, god man. yes so many you can get all these tools, but you can't paint your own walls. Yeah. You did all that work, and you couldn't even take the time to paint it. Your neighbors must love you for sucking up all the moisture in the moisture. neighborhood. What? Okay, we're really reaching for that one, buddy. Mm-hmm. All right. All right, what's your next one? Um, all right, this one is from the Castle 110 Pocket Hole Machine. Ooh. His comment was, I'm not sure I'd add this to my shop unless it was free for a video. <laughs> Actually, it was well, not free you, for a video. It was free, but they paid me for the video. You're welcome. I guess you better start getting getting busy there, buddy. <laughs> yeah, that's why I should write back. Oh, I think you're mistaken. The tool was not free for a video. The arrangement was they'd give me the tool and then they'd pay me for the video. <laughs> It's actually like a double double positive yeah. situation. So, sucks for you. Um, oh thanks for God. the engagement. Yeah, I just <laughs> want to start being a total a-hole to these people. Um, you know what? Because I have it sorted in my comments to where mm-hmm. I never respond to those. So they're always there, but I have the, yeah. the sorting, like the comments I never answer. responded to. One yeah. of these days, I'm going to wait till I'm drunk. One of these days, <laughs> oh. though, one of these days, I'm going to commit to like, I'm going to get buzzed. And I'm going to sit down and I'm going to spend like three hours straight just going back and just, just leaving. Crying while you type. Yeah, the most ridiculous a hole responses ever. Just to see. Just to see if I can get some of them to bite. Okay. Number three five tools to buy early. That's a good one. Mm. Oh, and by the way, um, I think every video. Every video tonight or every comment is on a different video. This is great. Really worked out good. 
Okay, here we go. Five tools to buy early. Wow. I don't agree with this list at all. The micro jig gets your hands way too close to the blade, which is intimidating for a noob. A moisture meter does not make sense to a noob unless you have experience with wood throughout the seasons. Block plane has a learning curve for noobs, especially sharpening. A biscuit a joiner plane. is expensive and kind of <laughs> and kind of used for special cases. Is it like like putting biscuits in something? Yeah. I'm sorry, but 100, 130 bucks or 150 bucks where they are now. Yeah, if you think 100 100 bucks, you're going to use one for like 50. If you think And then a block ex- plane, really? Yeah. It's My really cat hard. can use a block plane. Hey, just so you know, I had a block plane for like two years, used the crap out of it before ever sharpening it. Oh, yeah, same thing. It was I fine. had the little, little cheap $10 buck block plane, like one of the best, coolest little tools I've ever had. Never and, sharpened it. And then said sharpen it for me, and now it's like a Ferrari. <laughs> 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 that I don't use, by the way, because you don't drive Ferraris, guys. Um, it's Lamborghinis. That's, that's what the patients I, pay for. I, yeah, Jason. I just want to tell you, I agree with all those things. Every woodworker yeah. should have early on. Yeah, yeah, Jason. I, I would say the moisture meter is probably something you could do away with, just mm. because. But I don't. So, no, I think. No. I think it's important because if you're buying lumber from Lowe's and Home Depot, yeah, I want to buy the stuff that's the closest to actually being dry possible. Want, you want you want the eighty percent pine moisture. That's what exactly. You want. That's yeah. what you really want. It's good. You want to make sure you your Soft. wood is not wet. Mm. All right, is that it? Oh no, I have one more. Yeah. I want to say, I want to. I'm going to say this out. guy's name. I'm not going to say the whole thing because it's explicit. But let me. I'll tell you the name of the person that commented on this, and you'll have a very good idea of <laughs> of why why this is a negative <laughs> comment. <laughs> ben, get a hold of yourself, dude. Ben, are you okay, bro? I can't stop it, man. Dude, there's oh my god, there's so much there. All right, this guy's name is F the NSA. Yeah, screw him. Wow. His comment is, "Tell us how you really feel." I've never. Oh, this is on the installing full extension drawer sides videos. One of my better videos. Mm -hmm. I've never seen someone make a simple video so complicated. And it's a simple video. Okay. Sure. Thank you, F the NSA. Wow. Yep, that's my last one, guys. Wow. Everyone, great great hatred this week, guys. Yeah, Lots of hatred. So, thank you so much for all your... Oh, I keep getting... Uh, I posted on the uh, the castle. I got all kinds of... Or I got a few dumb comments. People are like, geez, bro, how many pocket holes do you need? I'm like, shut up. Well, uh, I'm sorry. <laughs> are, you, are you paying for them? My bad. On your Instagram post? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, but you'll see people leave comments and they'll be like, hashtag get bent. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. That's I love awesome. It. I love it. Well, let's, let's knock these Instagram account call outs because I got to put my kids down. It's like, okay, okay. Oh, crap. Yeah. All right. I can go, go first. Shoot. Go redhead. I want to thank this week this little account. You may have heard of it called Pence Woodworking. So for those of you that don't know, my girlfriend for Valentine's Day, she got me um, 
merch for my brand for Ben Marshall Designs. So she got me some cool stickers because she knew that I was going to WorkbenchCon. Uh, she got me a couple T-shirts. She got me a hoodie, and these are all things that I had neglected to get for uh, for myself. And I, I don't know if I mentioned them on the last podcast or not, but um, but she reached out to Jason. Jason maintained really good operational security. He didn't um, he didn't kind of lead into what he was really doing. Say, like, hey man, I got to do some stuff with some with the CNC. Can you give me your logo? I was like, yeah, okay. I've done it before, yep. and little did I know that that Jennifer was getting me a whole bunch of cool stuff. So, Jason, I just wanted to thank you. You're oh. welcome for being a good friend, good buddy. Man, you're welcome. I'm I didn't go do it follow, for you. I did it for her. And and that account is Bent's Woodworking at Bent's Woodworking. It's yeah. It's uh, Bent's go at Woodworking dot com. I'm gonna, <laughs> I'm gonna go give him a follow, dude. Why does everybody is. call you Jason Bent's? Because I, I don't know. Everybody I just does, man. I was listening pe- to AWP, their 100, their 100 episode today. Yeah, and he and said. like, yeah, and, and yeah, Bents, Bents. I'm like, come on, man. I don't I don't I'm understand why. Or that it's Bents or Brents. Or <laughs> Brent. Really? Yeah. I. Hey, Bents or Brent or Brents or. It's Jason Bent. The woodworking channel is my channel. Bent. Yeah. <laughs> Possessive. It's possessive. Yeah. Ooh, apostrophe S would That's work. That's right. I don't That's understand right. people. Pay attention, people. It's all right. Pay attention. I'm just going to say everyone's name with an S now. Ham Ben Marshalls. Brian Chedley's. Yep. If all right, go ahead, Jason. That would be true if you were Hans. Um, this is true. Of course. This is true. The Sedgley's. Um, so mine this week is green underscore street underscore joinery g-r-e-e-n-e underscore s-t underscore underscore joinery i just recently came across this page and i can't remember how now off the top of my head i guess they have a podcast the american craftsman yeah Hmm. american craftsman podcast anyway something one of his posts came up on my page and i thought it was intriguing so i went to his page um he just does really good work and I wanted to highlight, definitely not one of the larger accounts by any means. And, you know, Ed Mancini criticizes us for not, you know. Which guys do little accounts? Do little accounts. Well, there you go, Ed. I did somebody that d- doesn't even have 10,000 followers. Is that good enough for you, Ed? <clears throat> but no, Green Street Joinery. Fantastic work. A lot of hand tool work mixed with mm-hmm. power tools. My kind of mm-hmm. guy. Um, but man, he built some beautiful stuff. If you look down at like his, I want to say it's like his 10th, but he has like this console that he does with these rounded edges with shelves in the end. It's just beautiful. Oh yeah. Beautiful stuff. Gorgeous. So Green Street Joinery. From New Jersey, it looks like, eh? Yeah. New Jersey, another perfect example of people that other, others need to be seeing the work that they're doing because it's very good. Okay. You guys ready? Yep. Mm Mm-hmm. Okay, because I know you're both going to dig this. I've been following this guy for a long time. He's a Melbourne, uh, Australia uh, furniture maker, designer, entrepreneur. His name is Anton, A-N-T-O-N, Gerner, G-E-R-N-E-R, all one word. Go to Instagram. And then uh, also uh, just... uh, Jump from that onto his link tree and go to his website, Anton Gurna. 
Uh, his ex exhibits are unbelievable. <clears throat> and you're going to see this one piece. It's a case on a stand. Uh, it's called the, it's made out of Huon pine, uh, sculptural drawers. This guy is off the hook. Exceptional craftsman. Wow. His, his veneer work is exceptional. He's one of the greatest craftsmen on the planet right now. Um, he has a veneer company. He has his own hinge company, it looks like, from what I can figure, or he's a designer for hinges. Um, he's Anton Gurner boxes. This guy is really good, and he's yeah, inspirational. I love the furniture he makes. Yeah, it's unbelievable. It's that sculptured uh, drawers on uh, is unbelievable. But I was called to it was called to my attention a few years back where he had an exhibit in this old uh, this old like uh, Australian uh, home, and, and just what they did and they put his pieces in there and the lighting, the photography on it was phenomenal. So, do you guys see that sculptured uh, drawer on yes, stand? Yeah. That's yeah. wicked, man. Do you see the dovetails in there and everything? Yeah. And the hinges and everything. Just the way he composes things is unbelievable. So <coughs> I just thought I'd uh, call him out tonight because he's one of those exceptional craftsmen. I just need to – more people need to see yeah, and he's follow. one of those people that makes me wonder why I even would work. Yeah. <laughs> we, yeah. We all wonder the same thing, Jason. <laughs> hey, uh, I know. I know. We need to wrap this up. Oh, one thing. I didn't talk about Bessie before we close oh. it out. Uh, I don't have much to say, everybody, but because <laughs> I don't know what the the prize is going to be for the month of March, uh, we will know that next week. That doesn't mean you can't enter now. So if you want to yeah. enter U.S. Yes. and Canada, excluding Aust uh, Australia, Alaska, Alaska, and Hawaii, uh, just go to greenshooterspodcast.com, click on the tab. Enter the giveaway, fill out the information, and you'll be entered. I just apologize that I don't know what it's going to be next month. Next week, we will announce the winners from February and also tell you what the prize is going to be. Um, that was just an oversight on my part, um, but we will actually uh, see Bessie at WorkbenchCon. So I'll get face-to-face -face on exactly what the prize will be. But and what I wanted to say is while we were doing that, Ken DeCoste, Oh, yeah. Just wrote me and asked when we're going to do the podcast. So I, I'm up next. I might actually ask him if he can come on next Tuesday. Oh, yes, or Wednesday, yes, yes, whatever yes. day we do it. That'd be good. Yes. We're, we're due for a good guest. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Ben, go I ahead. was going to say that maybe we should just have Mike Coffee come on every single time as the guest. I think so, too. Then we can make him feel <laughs> me too. small and demean him. Um, this, this is we're full. hanging with him. Go That's right. Us, and, us versus AWP. I told, uh, I told all of them on their life. Uh, the other night that we're going to be in the hot tub of spice meats and cognac. Oh my God. See you guys there. Can't wait. Um, for our patrons, uh, probably by the time you're hearing this, uh, you'll have always seen the post on Patreon, but we're going to do our group Patreon group call beers with the boys. We're going to do that March 11th at 7 PM Eastern standard time. Um, you'll have already gotten the invites by this point, but, just wanted to put it out there. Put it out there that that is when we're going to be doing it, March 11th, 7 p.m. Jason, where can everyone that is listening to this podcast find you? Benswoodworking.com. Sedge. SedgeTool.com. Sedge on TikTok, Twitter, 
all those wonderful social media things, but also at Festool Sedge on Instagram, at and also on the Festool YouTube channel, Festool Live, but also Festool Shop Talk. Man, I think it got released. I just had an incredible conversation with Eric Gorgeous from American. Uh, it's released. From a Craftsman's Le- Legacy. It's great. What an incredible dude. And I can't wait to hang with him this week at WorkbenchCon. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. Awesome. Yep. You can find me at Ben Marshall Designs on Instagram, YouTube, and MarshallDesignWorks.com. And you can find all of us at GreenCedarsPodcast.com. If you want to be a patron, make sure you go to patreon.com forward slash Green Cedars Podcast. Become a member of our podcast community. Until the next episode, ladies and gentlemen, we bid you all adieu. Adieu. I said I said adieu. Cheers. Adieu. Adieu. Hey, this is Ben, co-host and editor of the Green Suitors Podcast. This episode is over, but if you want to hear more topics like this and you want to be a part of our conversation, head over to patreon.com forward slash Podcast for early access to each show. If you're listening to this on free feeds, be sure to leave us a review wherever you listen to podcasts. Thanks for listening, and we'll see you in the next episode.